You are now listening to the Hot Take Hotbox. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 44 of the Hot Take Hotbox. My name is Matt McSweeney. I am honored to be here and honored that you're listening. I appreciate everyone. We got a nice episode for you. It's going to be me riding solo. And you know I love to talk. And we got a lot to talk about. We got Eagles who come up short yesterday in the home opener against... The San Francisco 49ers. Uh, it was an absolute um, game they could have definitely won. We will get into that. We will talk about the Phillies continuing to m- just blow my mind in a, in ways to not only shock me, disappoint me, depress me, make me happy, then bring me right back down to earth. Just the absolute. I've never been on a roller coaster like this in a baseball season in my life. And it it continues um, last night with a, they almost, you know, John Means pitches a gem for the Orioles, and the Orioles get their 42nd, I think, win of the season. And we're, you know, like 145, 140, you know, we're almost at the end of this thing. They've lost over 100 games, and we got shut out by them last night. So there there's that for the Phillies. We have a little bit of, uh, you know, not major Ben Simmons news, him saying, he never plans to play a game for the Sixers ever again. Uh, it's about the least shocking thing I've ever heard. It's kind of rehashing old news. We we've already known this. He he's not. He doesn't want to come back. He's not coming back. But now it's up to the Sixers on whether they want to sell low, get get out from under it, just be done with it, or if they're going to play the waiting game and they're just going to see who blinks first. Continue to keep him on the team. Find him. You know. I, not he's not going to report keep him away and just you know keep with the status quo which is pretty much what's been going on now i mean we're we're a little under a li- we're around a week away from the beginning of training camp so we will see very very sure sh- not even very shortly i mean I, we'll just see we'll just continue to monitor it and follow what's going on with it because it's it, I, there hasn't been much movement and honestly i don't think there's going to be much movement that's why i'm kind of like Hopping around it like we'll see, blah, blah, blah. but I, I nothing's gonna happen. Not and I, I you know I was watching ESPN and the one guy did make it like a good point. I mean, the best case scenario for the Sixers is they go into the season with them and one of the teams somebody either gets hurt or they get desperate or you know something and they just they need to go be aggressive and go out and get another. I don't know who said that, but they they don't need me giving them credit. So let's get into it, man. Birds yesterday home opener. In Philadelphia against the San Francisco 49ers. Birds come up short. Um, losing seven, 17-11. Very weird score, but a lot, a lot, lot to discuss, a lot to talk about. Uh, I think the most, the biggest or most important news coming out of this game was the injuries. Uh, Brandon Graham out for the season with an Achilles. Kind of, I thought he rolled his ankle, but you know, in, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, okay, maybe like he'll be okay. But then I see him. You know, getting carted to the back, and obviously we found out since then that it's not good news. He is out for the year, and it's just crushing, man, because it seemed like that really uh, affected us and changed our game. We were getting pressure to Garoppolo. We were, uh, we were, I say, not shutting the run down, but we were at least controlling it and making Garoppolo make plays. And he looked human. Not that he didn't look human later on, but he just. He looked bad, honestly, in the beginning of the game. We were we were getting pressure in on in on him, and just seemed like that went uh, that went away once Brandon went out. And then on the other side of the ball, you lose Brandon Brooks 
to a pec injury, and he's out for the game right around the same time. It seems like around the second quarter, about midway through the second quarter, it seemed like we lost both of them. The Brandon Graham one, I didn't actually see. I had to... You saw it on Twitter, and when you were on your phone check, you're like, wow. Like I noticed it when we were on the goal line after, I believe, the Quez Watkins. It's a big play to Quez Watkins from our own goal line. We hit like a 91-yard pass to or, or something around those. We hit a big, a big gainer to Quez Watkins, which is exactly what that guy is you know, here for. He is absolutely a big play guy. It was a dime from Jalen Hurts around 50 yards in the air. Pocket collapsing around him. It was a great throw. Good mo. Probably the best moment of the day for Jalen. But they get down on the goal line and they just get shut down. I think they, uh, you know, Sirianni even said it as much as himself. He did not have a good day. He did not help the boys. And the offensive line kind of collapsed in a, a couple of the run situations here. I believe they ran a play action on on the first play, which you can sit and dissect that and whatnot. And then they run the Philly special on fourth down, which is another disappointment. They can't get a touchdown until the very end of the game. They had they had a couple situations. I mean, they were driving in in scoring territory, which is like pretty much any anything past the thirty five. I say to get at least your kicker a field goal. And we had a field goal blocked. We made one, and then the other one we went for it and didn't get it. There was a lot of errors and mistakes made by our team yesterday that easily could have changed the landscape of the game. Thought the refs weren't good either, but I, you know, I'm an Eagles fan. I'm always going to think that. I just thought that the the Trey Sermon fumble. I I don't remember what they called. They called something. I thought they were going to call head to head and or unnecessary roughness or something. And I believe the penalty is on Kayvon Wallace. But I just remember being infuriated by that. What a horrible, horrible call. I mean, I believe I, I Trey Sermon lowered his head. And, and Kayvon was go with he lowered his head as well, but he was going right for his knees, sort of like the middle of the body. And Sermon lowered his head and got himself knocked out essentially, and that got the penalty. Takes away a clean fumble. That could have definitely changed the game for the Eagles. The Eagles had a couple almost opportunities there for turnovers. Defense still has yet to get a turnover, I believe. So. The defense, there's a lot left to be desired, but you look, and they only gave up 17 points. You know, that seems like our Eagles defense is going to be a bend-don't-break situation where you're going to be able to probably get up and down the field on us, but the red zone is seemingly, a, we're going to tighten up. Uh, they didn't really get much yards yesterday if you actually, you know, check the numbers. I mean, Elijah Mitchell had 17 carries for 42 yards. Hasty had... Five carries to 38 yards. Garoppolo only throws for 189. So it wasn't like they they were running wild on us or really putting numbers up on us. We it seems like the defense held held their held up their end of the bargain. And obviously, you can look at places where they can be better next week or better in the future and whatnot. But I'll take at my defense giving up 17 points every week. Uh, that'll give us a chance to win every single week. Our offense scoring 11 on the other hand. Not so much. And I told you how, you know, we did wind up scoring a touchdown towards the end of the game. And if you count those other field goals, that's a tie game. If, you know, we don't want to, we probably don't have to go for it in, uh, on the goal line when we had the Quez Watkins play. It's probably, it should be 6 nothing there. I think that, that blocked field goal really, really, really hurt us 
in the long run. Uh, just through the the coach's decisions, he was. It made no sense for him to kick that field goal when we were down the goal line where we ran the Philly special because a three to six doesn't really do much for you. Six to nine may uh, may have changed his mind and made him go for it. Now, of course, we might still stay aggressive and whatnot. That's this is a worthless uh, conversation to have because we'll never know the answer. But thought the defense did great. I, the offense, the offense obviously needs to be better. Didn't think Jalen Hurts was great. I didn't think he was bad either. Uh, if he's not going to turn the ball over and and he's, he's, you know, obviously he's just still growing into becoming an NFL quarterback and he's never been the greatest, uh, you know, he's not a pocket passer. He's not going to, he's not going to throw for 300 yards every time that he's out there. But if he can give me, you know, obviously we needed a little more. He still ran for 82 yards. He had a touchdown, but 12 for 23, 190. We needed the. It seemed like we our offense stalled at times during the game. We weren't really able to run the ball the way I feel like we should, and maybe that had a lot to. It felt like that had something to do with Brandon Brooks because the offensive line was a little different once he went out. But it seemed like they picked it up towards the end. The offense was able to get going towards the end, but it was a little too little too late, and the defense couldn't stop the run when we really needed to at the end of the game. Couldn't stop the QB sneak eater from Garoppolo, who had 10 attempts, which I don't know how real. You never know with the quarterback numbers how real they are. But with Jalen Hurts, I mean, he's he's running around out there. Garoppolo wound up having what? So, whoa, 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 whoa. You ever see that fucking TikTok everywhere, bro? It's fucking annoying. 20 yards. So, you know, we got Cal- we got Dallas next week. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, discuss this game you know, I mean, you you can you're not gonna beat this game to death. They didn't win, all right. They came up short. I just told you how many different opportunities they had to win this game and the the refs and everything that went into this, and they only lost by six points. The 49ers are a very good football team. Yeah, you know, all things considered, I was very disappointed in Devontae Smith, to be honest. Uh, you know, not that it's necessarily his fault, but he just didn't have a good day. Two for sixteen. Uh, you know, no one really, I mean, the, uh, no one had above two catches on the whole team. So, and Josh Norman and whatever's going on there in the 49ers secondary that we kind of talked about and thought we were going to be able to exploit a little bit. It didn't turn out that way. So back to the drawing board, we have Dallas on Monday night next week in, in Dallas, and it'll be a, another great test, uh, on the road. We will get to see what the, the boys look like in prime time. How the Sirianni coach? How you know? Does he clean up some of the play calling uh, mishaps this this past week? Uh, you know, he, he's a guy who will run a third and six, or run a draw and punt it, and it, just stuff that you, you know we we used to kill Andy for in the past, and you know it sometimes works. They, they'll love you when it works, but when you do stuff like that, it, it, and it doesn't work, people will kill you. And Sirianni. Not rightfully so, but not even necessarily getting killed, but people just kind of noticing that he didn't have a great game, and he said so himself. So, look, I look to see if he has a better week. I look to see if they can use Miles Sanders a little bit more and how the offensive line is going to make up for the loss of Brandon, not Brandon Graham, uh, Brandon Brooks, and see if we are going to be able to you know, run the ball, because I think running the ball is going to be the success of this team. We were not really able to run the ball on Sunday, and I think 
that that hurts Jalen. If you if you're gonna expect Jalen to just stand in the pocket and, and destroy teams, it's not gonna happen. They're gonna keep him in the pocket and they're gonna want him to beat beat you. And your wide receivers aren't good enough to, you know, we can I can talk in circles, but we need to run the ball. Sim- simply put, we need to be able to run the ball effectively and not be scared to do it. And it seemed on Sunday that we were scared to do it because we weren't able to pick up any yards. Can't be can't be first and goal on like the one yard line. And not score and not put a ball in the end zone. It's just that simple. And the Eagles know that, and the Eagles will need to make make it right next week in Dallas. Worried about our defensive line. I mean, the the 49ers had a little bit of success running the ball. I said towards the end of the game, but when it comes down to it, the defense did their job, and I am very curious to see what they will do next week in Dallas. We will be on here talking about it so you tune in later this week we'll probably have a podcast out on friday we'll give you a nice birds preview a little weekend football preview and everything going into that little fantasy football maybe you never know boys so we will we will see i will have a guest on as well if you hate these episodes where you listen to me but i don't know i don't know what to tell you then if you hate me and i don't know why you're listening maybe you hate listen the same way some of you people hate watch Notre Dame football Notre Dame football this weekend in West or not in Wisconsin, but against Wisconsin and a neutral site in, at Soldier Field. So big game for the Irish, big game for Jack Cohn returning against his old former alma mater team, the Wisconsin Badgers. I'm not a big Jack Cohn fan. Anyone who follows me on Twitter and sees the stuff that I post, you know, I want Tyler Buchner. I want the freshman. I want athleticism. I want a offense that can do more than one thing and. Jack Cohn, you're kind of limited to, if you don't protect him, he's not going to move at all. You can't run any sort of options and whatnot. And the run game seems almost non-existent when he's in the game. So I, I just feel like it would open up everything else for us. There's your there's your minute of Notre Dame. You can, you know, if you skip through it, it's done. Okay, I'm done. Did want to talk about some of the other NFL games this week, just to go around the league. I don't remember if I, I don't think I did talk about this. While, like just Terry McLaurin goes crazy on the Giants defense. That That's just... Two football teams that I'm not very scared of. The Giants are not very good. It seems like they find a way to lose no matter what. And Heineke was up and down, and he threw a horrible pick at the end of the game. I think I already did talk about this game on here, so you already know. But that's just not worried at all. Uh, Raiders-Steelers on Sunday. Raiders go into Pittsburgh, get it done. Henry Ruggs with a long touchdown. Waller with a slower day than he's normally used to. I, I, you know, I like to talk a little fantasy. Deontay Johnson gets hurt on the last play of the game in a nine-point game, which was completely meaningless 49ers like that get done get it done Browns win against the Texans Tyrod gets hurt the Davis Mills era has begun uh Denver Broncos get it done against the Jaguars who it seems like are not a very good football team and you know all all the urban haters are rejoicing and celebrating right now people trying to shit on Trevor Lawrence he he'll be fine don't worry about him Panthers get it done against the Saints which is probably the biggest shock of the weekend the Saints look like they stink um, people were trying to knight them as already in the playoffs and whatnot. I just wanted to see, you know, wanted to see what they look like this week. I mean, you smoked the Packers by 38 or 35, 38 to three. Uh, how are we not supposed to be like, whoa, maybe these guys are good. Uh, and it turns out maybe it was just that the Packers were sleepwalking last week and wanted nothing to do with that game. So Panthers get it done pretty easily. 26, seven Rams, are in a barn burner over there with the the Carson Wentz's. 
the Indianapolis Colts 27-24. He sprains both ankles during the game. I don't know. I don't, you know. Just the, that's, that's the Carson Wentz experience. Any Colts fans out there, good luck. You can go back and listen to the trial of Carson Wentz and listen to all the... I mean, I've we've had plenty of conversations about that guy on here. You know what that... You, you know what you guys signed up for. We told you. This is what it is, baby. Dolphins sm- get smoked, dude, by the Bills 35-0. Tua gets hurt in one of the first possessions of the game. Jacoby Brissett had nothing for them. Josh Allen gets back on track and just has a field day. Didn't really still have great numbers uh, fantasy-wise, but uh, I assume that, that that will be rectified at a certain point. That guy's just too talented. Patriots smoke the Jets. Jets are not good. Zach Wilson throwing picks. Um, that's another guy. Rookie quarterbacks, I'm not ready to condemn them or pra- you know praise as the GOAT after you know one to two weeks. Even with Jalen Hurts, I know we were excited last week, but... Still, it, it, we're still in the let's wait and see situation with them. But I think the important thing with Hurts is he's not turning the ball over. Uh, it becomes a problem when you're Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence and the, you know and just the younger quarterbacks or any quarterback, and you're turning the ball over. It's just horrible for your team. You need to make the other team earn those points and earn those possessions. And uh, that's the one thing I, I can tell you that I am proud of for Jalen Hurts' performance this past weekend. Bengals. Loser the Bears, Fields winds up coming into the game after a Andy Dalton injury. And Burrow was giving away interceptions like it was if, you know, he was giving them away like fucking like the free water ice day at Rita's, dude. He was all, it just seemed like every time I checked my phone, he was throwing another interception. And I was playing him in fantasy, shout out the beads. He started him, which was, you know, thank you for that. He has him and Tannehill, two bum-ass quarterbacks, FCS-ass team. He comes up short again, and uh, the the Burrows come up short. Buccaneers smoke the Falcons. Falcons put up 20, 25. A couple defensive touchdowns. Brady having his way wherever. So Cardinals. This was probably the best game. One of the best games of the weekend was the Cardinals-Vikings. Absolute shootout. They get it done. Cardinals do 34-33. Titans. And this is probably the other the other great game of the weekend. Uh, Derrick Henry runs for like 180. Tyler Lockett went crazy. Just an absolute back-and-forth game. The Titans had no business being back in that game, and then they came all the way back. And it's crazy how, like, the, they're just such a different team, man. Like, people just have these quarterbacks, these crazy throwing offenses, and there's two minutes left in the game. They're down seven, and they're just feeding the rock to Henry. And he, and he winds up busting like a 40-yarder down the sideline. He is... One of a kind, man. Uh, it's he's actually so much fun watching him play. Just just for that, just watching that guy. Like he's so quick for how large he is, and, and the stiff arms and just all of it, man. It's it's a treat. And I will tell my children about King Henry. Cowboys get it done against the Chargers. Uh, uh that one hurt because I thought the Chargers were a better team than you know a lot of what happened on Sunday. There was some serious, uh, you know. Couple touchdowns taken away. Uh, I just thought that that that, that was a Chargers game, but they let, let they let it slip away. The Chargers are still, you know, obviously they have a new coach and they're they're still trying to get things pinned down and figure it out. So maybe this may not be the year for the uh, like the playoff success that the, maybe they take that step, but I w- maybe maybe it's not. Maybe maybe they will turn it around and right the ship. But it just seems like the Chargers, even being one and one haven't looked that great 
you know, you're playing an NL or NL NFC East team, so we expect the most. Ravens get it done against the Chiefs, which is the big, bigger upset of the weekend. Um, nah, not necessarily, but just because people have put the Ravens in a grave, essentially, and they looked pretty good, man. Lamar Jackson showing why he won the MVP, and last night Aaron Rodgers showing why he just won the MVP. Uh, Aaron Aaron Jones with four touchdowns, three through the air. Just a kind of uh, you you know how you like me now. Uh, you remember me sort of performance from Aaron Rodgers and the boys, and kind of shut up the doubters. I was kind of hinting, not even hinting. I was just basically saying all week to anyone who would listen that you know. Aaron Rodgers was going to go off this week, and if not, then I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if you're back home against the Lions on Monday night and you throw up another dud, then you might be done, you know? Like, that's what I was thinking in my head, but I didn't think that that was actually going to happen because it's Aaron fucking Rodgers, and that's what he that's what he does. He is a bad man. He is a bad man, so I'm glad he gave me what I expected and what I wanted as a Aaron Rodgers fantasy owner and a Devontae Adams fantasy owner. So, thank you very much, and that is the weekend of football. We will, like I said, have another show later on in the week to talk about some of the matchups that are next week. Not too many great games. you got a Colts-Titans, so we'll see if Wentz is going to be able to play. Cardinals-Jags might want to start some Cardinals. Like I said, though, we will get into all of that next week. Did want to talk about some Phillies, though. Let's let's segue into the baseball world, the, the Phillies. And what they love to do to us, which is rope us back in, a la Al Pacino, Godfather. Just say, when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. Shout out to Silvio. But 76 and 74. I had to, My eyes are not that great. Uh, I'm lying. I think my eyes are incredible. But right now, not really seeing this screen because my arms are extended all the way away from my body to get to this computer. The Rocky series, you know, we talked about that on here, how disappointing it was to only win one of the four games that happened at, you know, you're at home and everything. So another home series against the Cubs and they actually, you know, they lose the first game, which was, oh my God, like I cannot believe how bad this team is. And then they, by the skin of their teeth, walk off the, the next night, Wednesday, against the Cubs they can you know they give the lead up a bunch of times and then they wind up winning and then they play the Cubs the next night the, the ending of the series to see who wins the series and the Phillies go down seven nothing to start the game it was a bullpen game and they come back and win 17 to eight which was one of those games where I like I even think I tweeted out like what the fuck dude like why do we even watch this team this team's a disgrace they're wasting Bryce Harper's prime and then they come back and it's like you I couldn't even be happy about it I can't even feel happiness when it's like so up and down like this. I just don't even, I don't even know, like I can't get excited. I can't get this too disappointed anymore. It's just like wake me up when it's over kind of now. Because it's so, just so like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. it. It doesn't make any sense. It's just they, then they almost sweep the Mets. Okay, so they win that 17. Then they win two close games with them on Friday and Saturday. And you're like, all right, here we go. They lose a close one on Sunday. So it's like, all right, you know, they had a chance to win that game. They were 100% in that thing. But, you know, some things happen. You come up short, whatnot. It is what it is. Then here you go, okay? Like I said earlier in the in the podcast, kind of previewed it. You, you already know it, it. It happened. The Orioles come into town 
and win their 48th baseball game. Okay, now I have the numbers 48 and 102. They are winning. They just won their 48th baseball game last night. Out of 150 baseball games. I mean, are you kidding me? No one. I mean, what do we have? We had four hits last night. John Means goes seven strong. Ranger Suarez, after the first inning, when he got hit around a little bit, settled down. Bullpen did their job, but the lineup did not. No hit from Harper. No hit from Segura. Herrera McCutcheon. I mean, we had, you know, Herrera McCutcheon, Ramuto, and Matt Veerling, Notre Dame faithful. They had the hits, but it wasn't enough. And honestly, it doesn't even matter. That game really doesn't even matter because it's just so typical of base uh, of our team and what's been going on. The team needs they need to win this these next two. It's that simple. And then they'll need to go down. Or I believe it's another home series against Pittsburgh, a four game series against Pittsburgh, who have a very you know similar situation to what the Orioles have going on. All right, Pirates are a little better. They. How many games? 56. 56 wins there for the for the old Buckos. So, not exactly the class of the NL NL Central coming in here. So we got to you know, we got to take care of business. I uh, apologize if you hear my mic or any landscaping going on in the area, you know, you can't always control these things. I have not been able to afford my soundproof studio yet, but with through your listenership and your donations, we can make it happen. I'm just, I'm just fucking around, but the Phils need to need to take care of business tonight and tomorrow against the Orioles, and then we, you know, I want to sweep the Pirates, but that's not going to happen. But we just need we need to keep keep afloat and keep it within three going into that series with the um, with the Braves, which is next weekend, not this upcoming weekend. The weekend, or maybe it's I believe it's in the middle of the week actually. Yeah, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for the series with the Braves. But we got to take care of business. We got two games against the Orioles, four games against the Pirates. While we sit here and just, you know, bask in depression and loneliness, hoping the Phillies can somehow, through uh, uh, the power of God or whatever, yeah, a miracle, win this. Win this. Uh, I, I guess we're hoping for the NL. The NL East. But the Braves are playing the Diamondbacks right now, so not exactly going to get any sort of reprieve. Phillies are now four and a half out of the wild card. So that's kind of a done deal. And they're three out of the, of this Brave series. They just need to keep winning. Keep winning and to stay alive. Because they have put themselves in quite the hole and they continue to just make it worse. Night by night, they're they're just shooting themselves in the foot over and over again. When we could be, if if not in command of this, you know, NLEs be very very, uh, it, much more in it. If not, if not up, where we should be at least tied with the Braves, just based off some of these games we've blown in the last couple weeks. Uh, let's 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 hope. I'm gonna drink a sip of this coffee to the Phillies. Maybe, maybe. Uh, turning it around here and winning six straight. Come on, Phils, let's go. All right, and to close it out, there's a little Ben Simmons news. You know, Woj came out with a report saying that he wasn't going to come back 
He's not going to report to camp, and he has no intentions on ever playing another game for the for the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, that's great for you, Ben. I, I have no worry. It doesn't hurt my feelings at all. I don't want you to play another game for the 76ers either. I don't. Uh, I don't agree with the people who say just trade him. So we we've repeated that on here multiple times. You have to get something for him. I know you're not going to get the Lillards or whatever the the grand prize is that you, we were all hoping for. I think I think obviously by now we've figured out that that's not there. So if we can get something for him, that's a value that can help us win this season and. We're not trading Ben Simmons and Tyrese Maxey for John Wall. Okay, we're not doing something like that. We're not going backwards. We're not doing anything like that. Okay, we need someone who can run with Embiid right now, who can win right now. And otherwise, I I would just let him rot on the bench because trading him for nothing does nothing for us the same as keeping him on the bench or keeping him, you know, locked away and not not playing It, it. does the same thing because people are like, oh well, he's gonna bring us down, and we have no chance either way if he if he if we trade him for Harrison Barnes and a first round pick, but whatever the move is that the the trade him for anything, uh, crowd we, we're fu- we are fucked if we do that. This team is not winning anything. Same as they're not winning anything with him or without him. You know, like it's still it's the same to me. It's the same net net gain or value, whatever. So. You're going to have to play a sick game of poker to try and, I, I guess, just you're going to have to get lucky. You're going to have to sit, hold it, wait, 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 and then eventually, maybe you get lucky. Someone comes begging and says, all right, fine. Um, I really want him. Let's do this. And you're like, yep, that's what I wanted the whole time. I'll just take it. Bang. Dunzo, we we're we're in business. We throw that guy, throw whatever the package is in the lineup. I heard a couple of the Spurs packages, which wasn't that bad. Dejounte and uh, Kelvin Johnson, and there was another name in there. So I mean, I obviously want to do better, but you know, I think I think eventually this is going to be resolved. I don't know when though. I think it's just going to be so random. You'll be out walking your dog or taking a dump. And you'll get an alert that the Ben Simmons has been traded for a bag a bag of shit and um I don't know. A cannoli cake. I, I you know, I don't know I don't know what he's gonna get traded for, but like we all kind of uh, come to grips with it's not gonna be what we thought it was. We're not gonna get what we wanted. So I think it, it it's just, you know, wait and see. Uh don't get don't get too invested in it. Don't get don't worry about it too much. Because I, I just, you know, I think it's going to, I think it's going to be all right. And I know I'm not usually that guy, you know, but I just think we will be okay. I think this, this will be resolved. I think we will get something for Ben Simmons. Not maybe what we thought, but I think we're going to get a valuable piece that we're going to be at least happy with and be like, wow, you know, like we'll be able to look at the positive of it. Maybe we're going to do that sick thing where we convince ourselves, but we're going to do that anyway, pretty much. So I think, but I think it's going to be much easier than we think it's going to be. And I, I just, I'm honestly, that's more wishful thinking, to be honest. I, we may, we may get ripped, but I don't, I don't, and I, but I don't think we will, because I think we're going to just continue to wait. We have, we have no leverage, but he also really doesn't have any leverage, because you know, 
I mean, yeah, we might stink without him, but we're going to eventually have to learn how to play without him anyway. So maybe if he's not here for the first couple games and the Sixers start to, you know, I don't know, maybe they lose the first. I don't know how. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I'm willing to lose some regular season games in the beginning if it means we're able to trade him by, you know, kind of similar to what happened with James Harden. You know, he, he played a couple games. Remember, he was fat and all that. And, and event, you know, people were like, well, he's not going to get traded and he's screwed. The Rockets don't want to trade. And then they wind up getting traded for, you know, Victor Oladipo and whatever. So maybe we're just trying to avoid that situation. I trust Daryl Morey. I trust Doc Rivers a little bit. And I think, I think we will get, we will be on the right end of this situation. So hoping for the best praying praying to all the gods out there to that this that this is taken care of because i i mean i have invested a lot of time in this team we've all invested a lot of time in this team uh, it, you know it, it's been so long i mean they traded drew holiday in 2013 i'm pretty sure the 2013 draft and it's now 2021 that was the very first day of the process it is now 2021 and we we, we, you know, we're on the brink of it collapsing in front of us, and it's just horrifying to see, man. And I'm trying to just not, not accept that reality or not even believe that that could be a possibility. So until that day happens, and I will tell you when it happens, I am not a moron. But you know, we right now we still have a ace in the hole, and that is a possible trade of Simmons for someone that can shoot dribble and play defense so uh, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep my hopes up I'm gonna keep it strong uh tomorrow ladies and gentlemen this is this is probably gonna wrap it up here for the hot take hot box tomorrow we will have the shoulder strikes MMA podcast me and Ty Capone will talk about UFC 266 this weekend the return of Nick Diaz uh Valentina Shevchenko the best mixed martial artist on the planet is fighting fighting and uh, the long-awaited, uh, it's been booked a few times, the Ultimate Fighter coaches, Volkanovski, Brian Ortega for the UFC featherweight title 145. So that'll be fun. We'll have some picks, some bets. We'll talk about everything. Anthony Joshua's fighting this weekend, so there's a lot to talk about. And again, we will have a podcast on Friday coming out at some point, maybe in at night or in the afternoon. I'm not exactly sure. We'll be working with a guest. And we will talk about the weekend in football, what the Eagles are going to do against the Cowboys, and just we're going to take the tempo of the weekend, and we'll we'll see how we feel. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again. I appreciate it. You have been great. I appreciate the listener, listeners. Anyone who comes up to me and tells me that they listen, I greatly appreciate that man. Or reaches out and tells me, you know, I I, I it's awesome. Uh, I really do. I love it. So. I'm just going to keep doing it. I don't really, you know, I'm going to probably do this as long as I live because I just like, I just like doing it. I don't really care <clears throat> if anyone ever listens. I'm going to, you know, I just, it's just the way I live my life, ladies and gentlemen. I do what the fuck I want when I want. So I love you all. Have a great day. Enjoy your day. Hot take, hot box. Matt McSweeney. Go birds. Go fills. More importantly right now. And go life.